Okay, Tov. I think last we completed the 11th chapter of Shemuel Bet. Right? No, the 10th chapter. Oh, well, we can't skip the 11th chapter. We finished the 10th chapter. And that was a battle between, uh, between who is it, Amon and Aram. And basically, Yoav and Abishai. Okay? Yoav and Abishai are fighting the battle on behalf of David. Amon and Aram are fighting. They are the, the enemy. And Yoav and Abishai basically by splitting up their forces and, and attacking on two separate fronts and, and defending each other if, and planning to defend each other if you know, they, the one side is struggling. They ended up both winning. They, they, they win. And then Aram runs away from Israel. They, they, uh, um, and basically... Am Israel wins Okay Now one of the things That you may have noticed In the battle Is that David Was not involved David was sitting In Yerushalayim And he didn't actually Go out to war We don't know If that's a good thing Or a bad thing Or if that's to be expected But it's something We may have noticed Okay mm-hmm. So chapter 11 Which is going to be The story of David and Bathsheba Opens up with kind of stressing this exact point. And it was at the end of the year. The time when the kings would go out. Maybe when they would go out to battle. I don't know what the, this time of going out of kings is referring to. David sent Yoav and his servants with him. And they destroyed Amon. And they laid siege to Rabbah. That was the... the um, the Ammonite city with David Yosheb Yerushalayim and David was dwelling in Yerushalayim at this time okay mm-hmm. so end of the year this is when David had sent out Yoav and Avishai to, to, to fight against the battle of Ammon the battle that we just heard about in detail in chapter 10 mm-hmm. okay meaning that the story of David and Bathsheba the backdrop for it is going to be this battle that we just read about okay in that previous chapter but didn't he send it? Didn't he? He sent like the husband like for this battle that we were just talking about. Like how is we'll it? We'll see. This is supposed to, okay. David is sitting alone in Yerushalayim, and all of the men of Israel, including Yoav and Abishai, are out to battle against Ammon. The battle that we just read about that they won. We follow. Yeah. So David is like the only man in in Yerushalayim. Oh, Yerushalayim yeah. Not really. Obviously, the other men. But I'm saying he's he's one of the few men in Yerushalayim. Yeah. And it was towards the evening. David gets up from his bed. And he's walking on the roof of the king's home. And he sees a woman bathing on another roof. Like the old city, right? Like a mile away. Very far away. Wow, how do you know it's so far away? You say that when the Sahara gets created, it's so far. Oh, it's Midrash. Here it could be, it could be nearby. Okay. And the woman was very, very beautiful. So he sent for and he seeked out the woman. And it was told to him that this is Batsheva daughter of Eliam, who is the wife of Uriah HaChiti. Why is he called the Chiti? 
could be that he was a ger, could be that he was a convert, or he was just a Jew who lived in the Chittite area. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we we saw before with um, uh, Itai Itai Hagiti. Whenever they dropped off the the Aron at the person's house after Uzzah died. Remember that? That the guy was also from Gat. So like, oh, is he a non-Jew? No, he's just a Jew who lived in the area of Gat. So Uriah could have been a Jew living in the area of the Chitim. Okay? Pasuk Dalit. Vaishlach David Malachim. So David sent messengers. Vaikahaya. And he took her. Vaishkavimaha. Vaishkavimaha. And uh, she came over to him and he was with her. Vahimit Kadeshet Mitum Ataha. Vatashov Elbetaha. And she was bathing herself to clean herself from her tum'ah. And after she returned, after being with him, she returned to her house. Meaning, what was she doing bathing? She was sanctifying herself for going to the mikveh. Exactly. So she was on a rooftop, meaning it was like rainwater or something? Maybe, yeah. That's why she was on a rooftop bathing, because that's how they had access to rainwater. Whatever they, whatever the mikveh looked at those days, I don't know what, what they were using for mikveh. Okay? Okay. Uh, he wasn't with her while she was in Ida. Okay, so let's see. Because she had already become Tahor from her Tum'ah. So it wasn't so bad, because he didn't violate Nida, he only oh, violated so Ashadish. He only yeah. violated Ashadish. It wasn't so bad. No, I'm kidding. But, well, uh, why, why, why didn't he backtrack? Why is it. Why is it relevant? No, no why? What, like. Never mind. Okay. Haisha. Um, now, problem is, she became pregnant. Haisha. So she sent and told David. She said, I'm pregnant. So David sends to Yoav. And he says, Bring me Uriah from the battle. Because Uriah was in the front lines or something. Or he was in the battle. It was in the battalion. So Yoav sent for Uriah to bring, to bring him to David. Now what do you think David is going to try to do with Uriah right now? Get him to go home and sleep with Bathsheba so nobody realizes that the sun's coming from him. It's coming from, they'll think it comes from Uriah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Uriah comes and like a loyal general or loyal soldier, he says... I'm oh, sorry. And David asks him how Yoav is doing, how the people are doing, how the war is doing. He's, you know, small talk about the war. I said, go back to your house. You're, you're off duty. You're good. You did your, your job from Israel. Go and wash your feet. And he leaves from the house of the king. And the people of the king's court also went with him. You know, like some of like the servants in the king's court, they went with him. But Uriah decides to sleep at the entrance to the house of the king. With the servants of his master. And he did not go down to his house. Okay? So Uriah, all those men that were with, that David sent with him, that were from David's court. Uriah decides they're probably going to sleep on the floor somewhere here. I'm just going to sleep with them. I don't want to go to my house tonight. Why? And they said to David, Uriah never went home. You're coming from the long way. Why didn't you uh, go down to your house? 
ויאמר אוריה אל דוד, צור אוריה עשה את דוד, הארון וישראל ויהודה יושבים בסוכות, דארון וישראל ויהודה הם כל אינטנס, ואדוני יואב ועבדי אדוני על פני השדה חונים, ומייסטר יואב, נורא שאני אומר מייסטר יואב, ומייסטר יואב, ומייסטר יואב, ומייסטר ואני אבוא אל ביתי לאכול ולשתות ולשכב עם אשתי, and I'll go to my house to eat, drink, and to be with my wife. חייך וכן נפשך, אם אעשה את הדבר הזה. On your life if I do such a thing. Very loyal. Very loyal. He's swearing on David. Don't overthink too much through that. That's not the problem. He's swearing because it means so much to him that he's not going to go and enjoy himself while his brethren are out fighting. Now, What we pointed out at the very beginning is that the first pasuk talks about how David sent people out to war and he's just sleeping, wakes up from his nap, goes out on the ceiling, he sees a woman and he's, he's okay, I want to be, be with this woman. So David didn't go out to war and, and he's just home relaxing while the people are out fighting on himself battles. And now this guy comes and I don't know if it's like a, it's kind of like a veiled hint that like... I'm going to go be with my wife whenever the Am Yisrael is out there fighting. Like, I wouldn't do such a thing. Mm. Meaning, like, in a way, what he's saying kind of incriminates David. Mm. Whether he meant it or not, I doubt he meant it. But it incriminates David. Another thing you see in his words, he says, Vadoni Yoav, my master Yoav is out in the field. The one who is the general of the army and who goes out and fights, he's the one who people see as the leader. Mm-hmm. So David, for this battle, decided to send people instead of going and partaking. And already... that people start referring to Yoav as the master, mm-hmm. not to David, which is a red flag. Why is it that David didn't go out? Maybe that could be uh, an issue. I don't know. Maybe that, that could be... According to Amnon Bazak, it's time. According to Amnon Bazak, that was one of David's flaws in this story, is that he didn't go out to battle to, with, the, with the people. Okay, we'll continue with Zerashem tomorrow and analyze what are the things wrong with the picture here? Mm-hmm. What is David doing wrong? And, and what... There's one fundamental error that David is making in all of this, and we'll explore that, Bezor Hashem, as we complete the story. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. Amen. Amen.